Welcome to the Triple Deke. episode was called Trick or Treat, and this one is Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Holy Lord, thanks for uh, joining us again. My name is Joel Jackson, and I'm with my uh, host always, uh, Kyle Bolton. That's right, and we've got a very uh, special Christmas miracle for everybody. We are joined by the one and only division leader, Powell to the people, Matt Powell in the house. Holy Lord. Good evening, fellas of the Big Stick. Happy to be on. Second time on the show, and I couldn't be more excited. That's oh, great. But, and he's not in a hurry either. No, he's. If no. there's anything we've got, it's time. I would say. Yeah, we can we can go for <laughs> three hours at least. <laughs> well, you know, at least. Um, you know, it's been uh, Joel. It's been a long time since we've since we've been able to do a show. We right. we should probably update the listeners. Our our home league, the Big Stick League. We've had some changes happening in the divisions. Well, that's a good idea because, I mean, I don't think a lot of people are looking at these things, so it's, we need to help them out here and let them know what's going on. So yeah. So start with the Northwinds division. Okay, well, the Northwinds division, that's a real exciting one right now. Out of the five teams, we've got a three-way tie, a uh, an old menage a trois going on with uh, Boner, Christmas, and the Wooden Nichols. Yeah, there's a lot of excitement going on there. You know, there's really a lot of parity in this division. Yeah. I think the bandit came and stole his uh, victories away. Now, now, Joel, I have to ask before we go on: Is there a reason why you're uh, recording this in the shower? Uh oh. I'm not doing dishes. No, what are you guys talking about? Oh, it's all that noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Maybe I put my jacket on because I'm just getting cozy. Oh, well, he's got his nice, noisy jacket on. Nothing like putting your jacket on for a long rest. <laughs> all right. Uh, well. Did you guys just say the division leaders were five and five? Uh, no. One of them are they're six and four. Um, okay. the next, uh, the next division leader is really a hot team. He's top in the league and he didn't even pick his own team in the giant tiger division. That's auto draft. That's right. And you know, there's a real battle of the opposites in that one. Like auto bids are eight and two. The, the thunder kiddies are at seven and three, but then they have two stinkers in that division at that three and seven. And Mr. Faulkner, you know a little bit about that. Well, you know what, though? 3-7 and seven is better than 0-10, oh I guess. I guess, that's, I guess that's true. Really? Really? If you think about it, I'm 3-2 and two over the last five weeks. Well, I mean, if you and EB put a team together, you'd have six wins, you'd start to get closer. Yeah, we'd be in third place. That's right. I guess that does that math makes sense. That's right. And, math makes uh, sense. Math makes sense. That's right. Um, in the e division, in the e division, we've had a uh, dethroning. Honest Wilson's no longer on top, and we've got actually two two uh, potential victors going for the top of that score. The uh, the big buffs, 
and the South End Slappers. Well, like you said, it's another close division. I honestly, I'm still looking for Oz Wilson to get its first ever uh, division title. But I also want to talk about the guest match. They're really the lovable losers of the division. And uh, they may be the best, worst team in the big thing. Yeah, no, there. The guest mess is uh, the most apt name, I'd say, of all the teams. He has got quite a mess going on. But uh, there's no mess up in this last division. Our special guest here is sitting high and mighty on top. Holy. Holy. Jesus. Who let the dogs out? For those, for those of you, yeah. For those of you, uh, for those of you new listeners around the world, this is fairly regular broadcasting behavior. You just wouldn't know it. Anyway, yeah. Our most important division because this one involves you two characters, Powell. You're winning your division at seven and three. And then we have we have a tie, two wins behind you. The Aaron's Beavers and always Nishi are tied at five and five. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in there first, Paul. You know, your team's at seven and three, but they definitely showed some weakness when they lost. So there's always an issue. Um, in, in my defense, I'm gonna just interrupt you there. Hold on, go ahead. Very certain that we five regulars out. And I still only lost by two points. So, I mean, suck on that. Oh. Oh, that's a good loss either way. <laughs> well, I'd like, to, I'd like to see another matchup between your two teams. I don't know who I'd pick to come out on top. Well, I'm a little disappointed, too, in my uh, cousin's team there. He's uh, sitting at 3-7. He's always uh, a contender in this league, but... That might be the worst part, that's the worst team he's ever put together at this point. Well, you know, I would say right now looking, 3-7 three and, three and seven is the indicator of just a great team that just hasn't gotten hot yet. That could be true. <laughs> that was just that bus going through the oh, living room there. I'm getting the car, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're on the road, and you know what? We appreciate he's a busy man. We appreciate his time. No, we're in cold Calgary, so I thought I'd take you guys on a tour. All right. Well, uh, that's that's pretty fitting. Our oh, first episode of the year was a tour. So, so Powell, while you're on the road, uh, let's talk a little bit about your team. Uh, all the time, you know, Mike and Rob, they just tell us, we want more about your two teams, Kyle and Joel. We want to hear about the Trout Sniffers. We want to hear about It's Always an Issue. And, like, guys, enough is enough. Let's talk about another team for once. Exactly. We don't have to always the center of attention we want other teams to get possible that's right so tell us about uh tell us about a nice surprise tell us about someone you've really been impressed with on your team this year probably the most uh the person i'm impressed with most is brian rust oh Penguins. no rust on him he, has, he he started late in the year he was hurt mm-hmm. and you're right like no rust on this guy he's a 2.3 average player Dual left wing, right wing. I mean, what else can he ask for? Pick yeah. him up on free agency. Yeah, that's a plug and play. I remember when he was coming back, I took a, took a couple hard looks at him, but ended up going a different direction, and I'm kicking myself because I'm sure that those crumb bums are long off my team. Yeah, he would uh, he would help your squad out. Wow. Pretty good. I but, think just about uh, anybody would help my squad out, but... 
Um, yeah, and Malkin have been playing good together. I, I like the combo. Well, hopefully they can keep it up. What about going the other way, though? Tell us about a real loser that's been on your team this year. Well, for this, i got to thank you for you. Uh, Uh-oh. Oh, you treated me uh, old Brent Burns there, and holy, he's been awful since I got him. Oh, wow. I, I think when, I, when you threw it, I, when I got him, he was a two, two average, I think, and yeah. now he's a 1.4. That's a pretty sharp drop, I apologize. But, you know, the, the Sharks just let their coach go, and, uh, you know, not for any of the scandalous reasons that some of the other coaches have been let go. It sounds like it was purely, you know, just the fact that he couldn't coach worth a damn and they got rid of him. So maybe that'll kickstart things. I put told Martin Jones in the net tonight. So I'm hoping that this is the start of something good for them. Yeah. Let's hope. Uh, I hope they turn it around. Um, new, new coach, Bob Boogner. He's a, he's a good looking man. I think he's going to change the, change the ship there. Yeah. Well, Boogie, he, you know, he did some good things when he was in Florida there before they brought in Q and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. So, you know, you're coming off a tough loss, but we're halfway through the season. You're sitting pretty good. You've got the second most wins in the league, and you're on top of your division. Overall, how good do you feel about your team right now? Pretty, pretty good. I think uh, I think I'm in the market for one more move. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I think i got to win this week locked in. So eight and three, I mean, that's pretty much guaranteed playoffs right there. So I can kind of put it on cruise control if I need to. Yeah, you're sitting pretty but, good. Uh, I wasn't happy after the draft, I'll tell you that. I was a little bit uh, sour, but the boys have picked it up. Well, that's pretty, what you... oh, pretty happy now. Seven to three is no joke. No, that's you're in a good spot. You can yeah, kind of. You guys wouldn't know what that's like, would you? No, I would not know what that's like. Oh, God. Did you say? Wait, did you say three and seven? Did you say it's seven like losses and three wins? I would know that. Yeah, you know the reverse. Yeah, the, the reverse of that. It's like looking <laughs> in a mirror. Actually, wait, I didn't miss you two talk about it. I'm just gonna take a little break here. Oh, are you still here? I thought you got disconnected. Oh yeah. Well, no, you know what, Joel? We do. Uh, we need some expert input because I've got some tough questions for you guys, and I know our listeners uh-huh. are our listeners are just dying. You know, this year we really we really tried to expand our horizons a little bit. And uh, today, I want to talk about trades. Um, You know, you two guys, uh, you know, you definitely like to make the odd deal. Joel, I'd say Powell's probably a little more active. And uh, I'm interested in your approach when it comes to making a trade. So let's start out with this. You're sitting at home, you know, on a nice Thursday night. You're watching the hockey game. You're checking out your fantasy team. And all of a sudden... A text comes in from a guy in the league, and it says, hey, any interest in trading blank? You know, uh, maybe not your top player, but one of your top five guys on your team. Or I'm interested in trading for blank. Right away, what's going through your head? Joel, you want to go first? Oh, sure. Bless your heart. Um, You know, I don't usually get too excited when that guy talks for being honest here, you don't see a lot of solid offers in the big stick, so I'm always open to list starts. Um, but um, I guess as the seven habits teach us, we should always look for a win-win deal. So if that could happen, then I I guess I'd be acceptable to that. Okay. Wow, good answer. Yeah, that's pretty oh. diplomatic. 
I, I think for me, I, uh, I kind of just look at what, where's the potential that the guy is going that's, that I'm getting offered, right? Mm-hmm. I find, uh, like, like Joel said, you know, a lot of the offers you get, the big stick are too pretty. So uh, you got to do your research. You got to look at some trends. You got to look, you know, is he power plays? He, how many minutes is he playing? What's his, what's his stats like? And you kind of go from there. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, it can be tough because you always, you always want to hope for the best. You always want to hope a guy on your team that's pretty hot is going to stay hot. Or you want to hope that, you know, if he's not quite doing so well yet, he's going to turn it around. But sometimes you got to shake things up a bit. Um, yeah, so, like, like I think Brett Burns right now, if, if, if I offered him or if somebody offered him to me at 1.4, I mean, you know, he's going to go up. Yeah, so and he'd, he'd be willing to make a deal for that. I think. And, I was like, Paul's trying to do some advertising. Oh, <laughs> what? what are you talking about? <laughs> well, but you know, the question, Possible one point oh down there. Okay. <laughs> it's it is true though, and and you got to feel like at a at that kind of value, you're probably going to get at least a little bit of a discount. Now you're right. That one ended up being kind of a kind of a good move for me although Landeskog's back and he's going to be on fire for you too here but uh you know there are two kinds of trades really there's the kind where you know obviously I wasn't trying to do this with Burns you know he's one of the best but there's a guy who's playing over his head and you're thinking okay I'm gonna flip him while he's hot and get somebody somebody who's halfway decent all the time but then sometimes you're uh, sometimes you're just you need to change positions, you know. Like yeah. when I made that trade with Burns, I had a couple of really good defensemen and no forward action, so I just needed to make a move. Um, and so you got to kind of assess your needs, I guess. So what about this though? What about this situation? And I know that uh, Team Boner is notorious for this. There's no text. There's no conversation at a you know in Mister Guest's office at Gordon Denny. There's no chit chatting. All of a sudden, one day, ding! Your phone makes that little da na 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 na, and you see, oh, somebody made me a trade offer. Those blind offers. What do you think about those when they roll in? Well, I might as well go first again. What the hell? Yeah, why not? Um, well, actually, my latest deal that I made there when I got Grubauer there came out of nowhere. Just uh, I heard the noise that you described, and I saw the deal, and a little uh, slight uh, tweaking of the deal, and it was done. So I mean, I'd say I find actually the blind deals are sometimes better than the long drawn out negotiations. So if if that happens, I'm definitely open to making the deal. See, I, I'm the opposite. I find the the blind offers are just garbage most of the time. Like guys are just fishing. What's what's your reaction? What what kind well, of mood are you in? Are you gonna take a bad trade? What's going on here? Or are you gonna accidentally press accept? Yeah, are you drunk? Are you gonna accept, press accept on a Saturday night? <laughs> but I agree with that. But I, I do. I will say that is true. What I said though that I have made a lot of good deals. If someone offers to me, I'm like, that's actually not a bad deal. Wow. Yeah, I, see. I don't think I've experienced that. I would say I've seen the odd one where, you know, the guy sent it out probably thinking, oh, this will start a conversation. And like you said, Joel, I look at it and I see this deal's probably better for me than it is for him. And so I just hit accept before he can take it back. 
Um, and I would say when I throw those kinds of blind ads, blind uh, offers out, I do almost the opposite. I make sure it's kind of a lopsided deal for me because I do want to start the conversation. But if the guy hits accept, I want to make sure that I'm not I'm not losing that deal. So if he wants to hit accept, great, then I won the trade for sure. But if he looks at it and says, no, that's bullshit, but maybe we'll talk about it for, you know, a day or two and figure something out, then I'm okay with that too. There's nothing. What about if, uh, what if you send out a deal and then uh, someone accepts it within 30 seconds, do you think, oh, shit. Oh, oh yeah. That's not a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good at all. That's not good. Um, so, uh, really quickly, you know, I had a couple other, uh, a couple other ideas to talk about for trading, but really quickly from you guys, maybe just 30 seconds each, let's say you're looking at your team, pretend you're in my shoes. You're not too happy. You need to make a change. How do you approach looking for a good trade? Uh, oh yeah. uh, I'm always, I'm not always, I guess I'm always open to listen, but I'm not a big believer, as you said earlier, Kyle, into making a ton of trades. I kind of feel like I I drafted a team that I want to stick with. Um, just want to make a few tweaks. But um, I guess the only thing I can say for sure is I know if the offer comes from Powell, it's probably going to be a stinker. <laughs> hey, that's a good point. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, if I'm looking to make trades, I throw about six offers out. Who's taking the bait right now? Six probably mediocre offers where I usually win the trade, but you know, not 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 by that much. And I'm just looking, you know, who's fishing? Who wants some? Who's taking the bait? All right, on. Usually so, I get a swear, you know. Usually somebody will message me and tell me to fuck off, but hey, <laughs> I could take it. I could take it. Hey, at least they're at least they're reading your offers, right? This is true. That's right. All right. Well, I don't like that. And you've sent messages on Facebook Messenger and you look and they haven't even peeked at it. That's a real bummer. Yeah. There's a couple guys in our league like that. Yeah. Too busy. Too busy. It's a, hey, we all got lives to lead. Well, anyways, speaking of busy, we got uh, we got one more very special thing to move on to a brand new segment on the on the big stick, our first ever in show game. What was it called? Ooh. Well, the name of this game is Auction Action. Okay. So here's how it's gonna work. I want to test your uh, I want to test your drafting skills here. And, you know, we're halfway through, we're not quite halfway through the NHL season, but we're halfway through our fantasy season. We've gotten an idea of how, you know, some players are shaping up. Some of them are doing just what we expected them to. Some of them aren't quite, you know, as sharp as we thought. And some of them have really come on strong. So how it's going to work here, guys, is, uh, you know, Powell... No offense, but you typically like to spend your money pretty early in the draft, or you have in the past. So for this for this little exercise, let's just pretend that you kind of go more Joel strategy. You're kind of hanging on to your money near the end, okay? Yeah. So a lot of the big name guys are off the board. The you know the the Connor McDavid's, the Austin Matthews, the Pasternak's. Those guys are long gone. The bidding war has been on. So here's how it's gonna work. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some some info from last season, from the 2019 season. The the players average, their position, 
And then we're going to quickly, you know, and, and get aggressive here within your $200 budget. We're going to, uh, we're going to have a little auction and you're going to tell me how much you think that player is worth going into this year. And then we'll see if you'd be happy with that, with that player in the end. Does that make sense? Yeah. I thought oh, there could be some surprises here for us. Well, I'll, I will tell you this. There's going to be some surprises and there's going to be some kind of status quo players. You're not going to know. Okay? All right. So, oh, yeah. player number one. This is a centerman. Every team needs a strong centerman. And uh, you know what? Last year, he was pretty darn good. He averaged two points a game. And uh, you know what? He looked pretty. He looked pretty solid. He finished with just about thirty goals and uh, just about fifty assists. So you know you got a guy who's playing good minutes. He's averaging two points a game. He's uh, he you know he can put the puck in the net. He can set guys up. How much do you want to pay? Let's start it at five bucks. Let's start it at a buck. Let's go. Who gives who gives a dollar? Let's go. Twelve. We got twelve for Powell. Is he on a winning team? You don't know that. You just know the stats. We gotta hurry. Fifteen max. Fifteen max. Fifteen max. I'll let him have it for fifteen. You let him have it for fifteen. Okay. Well, player number one was Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel right now has forty-four points in thirty games. He's averaging two point five. He's a plus thirteen. And he went a little more than that. He went for twenty-two bucks this year to poker hole. Uh, steal. Oh, nice pick up there, Paul. That was a steal. Yeah, Powell got that for fifteen. That's good. You get him. Yes. All Joel agreed before the show that all of these players are going to be transferred from their existing team onto one of your teams. Nice. Yeah, I'll use my Z manager tools to uh, do that. Right now. <clears throat> all right. So, so Joel. We've got, uh, you know, you missed out on that guy, but here's an even better player. Last year, this guy was on fire. He averaged a point a game in the NHL. He was an 82-point guy. He was below two-point average. He was, uh, I think he was a 1.8. He's a winger. 1.8 average. Again, you know, same kind of stats as Eichel. Close to 30 goals, close to 50 assists. Ended up with 82 points. What are you gonna do? What kind of what kind of winger production would you pay? What would you pay for that kind of production? Well, I'll probably go at least five dollars. Okay. No, I go eight. Eight dollars, pal. Yeah, at least for uh, a point of play. I'll, eight I'll points. To, I'll go up to ten. Ten bucks to Joel. All right, my max is eleven. That's it. Oh, test them. Test them. Eleven. You're gonna you're gonna let him have eighty-two points for eleven bucks. No, it's late in the draft. I just said that all the big yeah. guys are gone. Holy shit. <laughs> well, Joel, I'll say this. If only you had shown such restraint at our draft, you might not have spent $22 on Phil Kessel, who is currently averaging. Current, You spent $22 on Phil the Thrill. And he is currently averaging 1.1 points. <laughs> That's brutal. He, he's only getting assists this year. He's got only like a few goals. He's got seven. Arizona. He's got seven goals and 12 assists. So he's on pace for about 50 points. Well, I 
I scored that in met at a game last week. <laughs> <laughs> Men's league. Oh boy. <laughs> well, we got another. We got another uh, hot winger. This guy, you know, there's no messing around with this guy. Forget averaging 1.8. He averaged 2.8. He was almost a. He was almost a hundred point season guy playing the wing. Like that's Patty Kane numbers. That's that's like yeah. scoring title numbers. What are we talking yeah. about here, guys? Well, is Powell out of money yet? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna spend fifteen dollars. Fifteen, you cheapskate. Like injured or something. No, there's no tricks like that, really. Oh, no, I no. You're gonna trick us. No, no, $15. I wouldn't. Uh, you know what? Fifteen dollars. I know, he's dog shit. You need to replace Kessel. You need some points, actually. Oh, yeah, he's out. You're out, so no, Joel... I, I, I concede. Joel gets him for $15? Yeah. Well, you know what? The guy has hockey right in his name. Johnny Hockey. Johnny oh. Goudreau. Ooh. Also not doing so well. Man, I knew it. His average dropped so far this year. He's averaging 1.3 points. His average has dropped... 1.5 from last season and congratulations to team boner who was lucky enough to spend 33 dollars on him at the draft this year <laughs> oh wow all right well let's uh the guy, the guy makes a mistake once every year I guess. that's true let's go back to uh let's go back to another another centerman um you know not as hot Eichel was a two-point guy this guy was solid he didn't kill your team last year he averaged 1.6 you know, he can put the puck in the net, he can get assists, he plays minutes on the power play. He averaged 1.6 consistently all season long. What are you thinking for a guy like that? And he's the captain of his team. I'm going to go eight. I'm going to go eight bucks. Yeah. Well, would you go, if I went nine, would you try to get that? Yeah, I'll go ten. I think this guy's improved this year. Just got a feeling. Going ten. Ten bucks. Going once. Going twice. Eleven. <laughs> Thirteen. What? Oh, Thirteen he, bucks? He jumped 14. you two dollars. Four, okay, fine, take him. Fourteen bucks. Fourteen. Well, oh, you, nice you did I beat know. him, and you know what? You're not disappointed because you pretty much oh. got what you expected. Last year he averaged one point six. This year he averaging one point eight. That's Ryan Getzloff. Oh, Getz. Well, you know what? As much as I shamed Team Boner for spending thirty-three bucks on Johnny Goudreau, he got Ryan Getzloff for one dollar at the draft this year. Oh, so wow. he recouped some losses there for sure. <clears throat> those, late, those late rounds can pay dividends if you're lucky. No, that's right. Okay, we got two more players here. We got a D-man and a winger. Which one would you rather have first here? D-man. Oh, we, this is, no, we got to do, the, you know what? Let's forget about the other guy. Let's do the D-man. You guys need oh, a yeah. D-man. You guys both need a number one D-man. I don't know if this is the guy, though. He, last year wasn't his top offensive year. He got uh, 18 goals and about 20 assists. He was pretty decent. He averaged a point and a half a game. Okay, but he's number one D-man on his team, plays a lot of minutes, plays every situation. And, you know, the the ability to get 
40 points last year. That's pretty good. What are you guys going to do for that? You need a D-man on your team. Well, I'll spend uh, $13. Whoa, $13. 15, 15. What? D-man or D-man or come back? The player that you just bought is Dougie Hamilton, who's currently averaging 2.3 points a game. Oh, what a steal. Last year, he hit, he hit 39 points. This year, he's already at 30. You know why he only got that many points last year? Did he get hurt? No, because oh. Bill Peters was abusing him. Oh, that's right. He was offended. <laughs> he, he was getting chirped every day, probably. There was and, uh, called called a a white donkey or something. There was so much. <laughs> there was so much offense happening in the locker room that there was no offense left on the ice. There it is. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, you know what, fellas? I know I know. we settled down and we said we could do a three-hour show, but uh, we're rolling a little long here, so I think we should probably wrap things up so people can get on with their weeks. Yeah, well, Powell, you know, it's always a pleasure to have you. I hope that, I hope that we can have you back on one of our upcoming shows maybe in 10 to 12 weeks. I agree. Yeah. This is a great honor, boys. I love coming on, chatting with you guys, chatting the hockey. And the wife doesn't chat hockey with me, so. Well, anytime. About it. Give us a call in a month when we make our next show, I'm sure. All right. Well, fellas, you got a few days left to, a few days left to grip it and rip it. So remember to set your lines, make those waiver pickups, and as always, don't, don't be, be a boner. boner.